Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Down, Down Under. Under. <laughs> so, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT podcast. Clank. Hey everyone, welcome back to welcome another back. episode, another fabulous episode from yes. the number one UK brand. <laughs> well, why not? I think we are. Are I think we? We're, I th- we're definitely up there. I'm, and I'm, I'm well, being very serious. It surprisingly not. We are. We it are one of the uh, well-loved, well uh, most listened to drag race podcasts in the UK, if not international. Well, if not we, internationally, we do have fans all over the world, from Mauritania. Japan and now you know a burgeoning fan base in Australia and New Zealand no no Australia <laughs> are the Kiwis still not getting on board I mean are, is it because New Zealand is so far down there's no Wi-Fi are they, are, are they still running around in flex skirts and, and grass huts I don't know look don't make me come for you, New Zealand. Dude, you be y'all better start listening, okay? I cannot. I cannot deal with it. They're your fan now. They're, well, they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to be my family. I don't know if they're listening, but I want to see the numbers grow there. Mm. So for everyone who's Th- new... This is our demand. Yes, that's it. And I still want to see a review from New Zealand. <laughs> Talking about reviews, there's none this week. Uh, yeah. <gasps> oh, God. Well, again, yeah, it was why, a good run. Again, it was a good yeah, run. Yeah, so this, this is our, is our final podcast. episode. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for jo- thank you to our loyal fans, Charlie. Charlie, thank you Charlie's for always out Limala there. Vaca. Yeah, hey, yeah. girl. Yeah. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> Who are our loyal fans that have just stuck with us since day one? Charlie was my um, agent in the field with all the Tamisha Man drama the other week. Give me all the info. Give me all the links. Yeah, so well, it's kind of died down now, hasn't it? There's mm. not that much drama going there. Anyway, what happened on social media, Tom? I heard you squeal a couple of days ago. Well, I've got my first official Brew Girl follower on Instagram. What? So, drum roll, it's Maxi Shield. Hey. Lots of love to Maxi Shield. Hey, Maxi, thank you thank for you. following us, Maxi. And we're just going to go online and buy one of her merchandise. Definitely. So, we'll go on. As her reward. Yes, as, as, <laughs> as your reward, as a thank you. So, hope you've got a good merch shop, Maxi. Well, well, our Twitter's got actually a few drag followers. Oh, okay. So, fuck my drag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the Vivian follows our Twitter. Yeah. Um, Petty Pam Pam uh-huh. from uh, Drag Race Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, and many others. And many others. They just don't come many to my mind stars. right now. Yeah. Well, many other local drags. Like, you don't have to be on RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. Yeah. You have a lot of amazing local drag queens. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. take that as a win. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We love we love the, the local talented queens as well. No. Many queens from around the world, actually, not just local to the UK. Do you think we can actually get straight into today's episode with a whole preamble? Well, there's just one thing I'd like to mention. Um, so I, there's a no. I did have a really interesting message from Ailey um, about a conspiracy theory that is afoot with regards to Drag Race Down Under. Now, there is a rumour, which is gaining momentum apparently, that Rue is not actually Down Under and that she's shot all of her stuff from LA and it's the following reasons. Uh, The main thing is that people think that there's an element of green screen going on with some of her interactions. I didn't spot that myself, but should we keep our eyes peeled for it this episode? Yes, um, and um, well, we've seen the first part, so I can yeah. ex- I can talk about what I now I'm now I'm I feel like I'm not really watching the show now I'm just every time reports on I'm like mm, laser focus in the mm-hmm. beginning part which she's doing the mini challenge I'm like is she is she really there? Oh, my friend Liz mentioned this to lines. me, so I'll shout out to Liz. Um, and also um, another thing is that um, Rue isn't walking around the workroom, but she's been doing that all year because Rue's legs are really tired now. Yeah, Rue's legs are very tired. She doesn't walk. <laughs> She's been walking for about 15, 13 seasons, okay? Absolutely. We need to go a bit easier on her. Yeah. Uh, There was something else. Oh, yeah. Michelle was papped down under, but Rue wasn't. Well, I told you one of my friends saw and talked to Michelle and in didn't Auckland. didn't mention the podcast. Hmm. Well, sorry, my ex-friend, an old, <laughs> an old friend of mine, um, actually met Michelle. An old acquaintance. Yeah. <laughs> Hanger on. So someone I used to know, you know, someone, a distant friend. Um, yeah, met Michelle Visage in Auckland while they were going away for a walk and had a quick talk and said that Michelle's actually really, really lovely. I think Michelle loves the fans and would, would be really, really 
really good in interactions. And Michelle did do interviews, but you're right, RuPaul didn't. But RuPaul doesn't really do interviews unless it's like major. I, th- I think Ru is kind of protected as like the goddess of the show, really. And Michelle's the accessible face, if you like. And I think she loves that role. Well, yeah. Michelle loves being the friend of the gays and and being and the mother of all of the Mm Rue queens. eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, last week we had the snatch game. Mm -hmm. There's this this amazing meme. I don't know which girl said it. I think it was Art Simone or Scarlett who said, I think this is one of the best RuPaul's Drag Race uh, snatch games they've ever had. And then the next image is RuPaul saying, you're all up for elimination. Which is literally, literally, yeah, literally everyone was up for elimination. So I was like, this is such a, a lovely confidence yeah. down under, you isn't need, there? You need that confidence. There is but a lovely confidence. I mean, delusion, whatever. Call it what you may. Convince yourself. But we are, yeah, but we are very confident down there. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's ne- it was neither, if you ask me. It was neither the worst nor the best. Mm. There were plenty of laughs in there. I have seen worse Snatch Games. It has been, I think because... The- Name that season. Um, se- Season 11. I did not enjoy that Snatch Game. Oh, yeah, that was pretty The bad. one where Silky won it. Yeah. Another one? Um, maybe that one. Um, no, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not the worst. Yeah. Okay. By no, one. The first one. By the, one. Maybe season. the first snatchings. They didn't really know what they were doing on season no, two. The first one was iconic. Well, Pandora, Pandora and Tatiana were great, but who else was good in that? Oh, that's why I had a cucumber. I always win. I always win. <laughs> but those two were great. Nobody else knew what they were doing. Nobody yeah. else knew what the hell was going on. But you know what? They had an excuse. After 13 seasons in the U- after 13 seasons and a-, a lot of other international seasons of the Snatch Game, there is no you're not allowed to suck. Uh, yeah, I assume there's been enough time to, to kind of get it's it It's literally like an now. open book exam by now. <laughs> they're, they're taking in everything. They know exactly what's going to happen. They know they kind of get the gist of how it's going to work. I mean, there is no reason to suck. If we're speaking of memes, though, another meme has swept the world. And that's, that means nothing. Of course it would. I mean, she's got the merch. There's T-shirts. Go buy them, guys. Like, she is capitalizing on this. Good I mean, on you, at Simone. I mean, it was a shock. It was a shock exit for me. But I th- it wasn't I a think, shock. I think she's going to return. I think but it wasn't gonna, a shock. I think it's going to be a returning queen. We don't know her. We No one really knew her. People just hear about everyone's reputation and then they rely on the reputation to kind of carry them. So when they go, it's like, oh, you're I mean, supposed to be great. But she wasn't. You can speak for yourself. I've seen bits and pieces of her online before this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just expected better from her. But like with her, it, it is shocking when a queen with a big reputation goes home early, like with Joe Black. Um, but but she Joe, just based Joe on Black before- did not. She did not do... Look, she just wasn't made for the format that is RuPaul's Drag Race. That's right. She's a great drag queen, but she didn't know how to play the game. I still think... I can't get it out of my head that I, I think Simone's coming back. Well, there may be a Returning Queens um, episode. So there's that to look forward to, yeah? yeah. Also, Anita Wiggler, apparently, and of course this always happens, but she made a lot of other jokes that didn't really... The BBC actually censored. Mm-hmm. Uh, they censored a lot of... um uh, One of the jokes about another Prince Andrew one, I think, or... <laughs> it was another Prince it, Andrew joke that the BBC, like... The BBC may want to distance themselves from that topic. But it's come on. I, it's hilarious. I mean, the humor is dark, but she's not making fun of the dark things that have happened. She's making fun of of somebody being so powerful and apparently having immunity to being brought to justice because it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. So it's the right kind of dark humor. This week, the girls are going to be doing, from what we learned last week, Tom, mm-hmm. a girl group challenge. We all love a girl group challenge. So let's start off with a recap. Last week, we had Art Simone in the bottom. And Art Simone was doing a lip sync against Coco Jumbo. Hey, hey, Coco, Jumbo. Coco Jumbo. And Coco Jumbo sent her ass home. She did. Soz she, bitch. She did win that lip sync. She did. Oh, I love the sauce bitch. Yeah. Oh. Coco's such a good talking head. I mean, what would the show be without her? Really? It would be poorer. Who won last week? Anita. Anita, Anita, Anita Wiggler. Wiggler. So Anita Wiggler uh, won the Snatch Game 
by a landmark. It was by, by so far. Was it? There was, we did speculate it, but obviously what we do is we, we watch the show, mm-hmm. record the podcast, put it out, and then we see what's happening. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of backlash with et cetera's character. There was. Dingo ain't me, baby. Mentioned it on the Instagram. I think, you know, people can have entitled to, to whatever reaction they want to have. Some people will be offended. I know a lot of people thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. Um, drag queens do use dark humor like it or not i think you can question the choice of topic here definitely and the format the forum for it so people are allowed to feel offended nobody should be sending etc hate though i would have liked to hear more conversation from that was the missed opportunity i wanted to hear etc talk about her choice and what she was really trying to do with the character and why we should have been laughing Mm. you know yeah I do want to hear because the girls come in from the lip sync. We've said goodbye to Art Simone. She's got the we message have. there. Coco Jumbo is not even apologetic. <laughs> She's an unapologetic bitch. She is an unapologetic bitch. She's a drag queen. You know that's a Madonna she? quote, don't you? You just use a Madonna quote. No, she back it up. How dare you? I'll, I'll listen to know Madonna. I don't know her. <laughs> we don't know her. Okay, so Maxi does. So then uh, they go into it, and then Coco tells that little story about how when she did a Christmas party, uh, the wife of the owner told her that you're nothing compared to Aunt Aunt Simone. Simone. Crazy. Why would you open your mouth like that? Yeah, why would you say something? Name that bar, Coco. Put that bar on blast. It's okay being a fan of somebody Say else. Say their name. Like, it's okay being somebody's fan, but to use that as a way of putting somebody else's that down was, is that just That was horrible. real life trolling. It was. How confident... Like I said, the confidence down under is just beyond, right? So like, I don't need a keyboard. I'm here to tell you to your face <laughs> that you are nothing compared to the art, Simone. At least she's Come got for me. the goal to say it to her face and not hide behind a keyboard. You're right, but still, there's just no need to say it. Yeah, well... I mean, and she's just like, look, well, I, I sent her her. I, I think she's going to send her a, a raven, an owl, perhaps. And it'll say on it, revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh, did you watch the last episode? Yeah, did you? <laughs> mm. Moving on now, we've seen the mini challenge. The mini challenge was just a, a fun way to find out who the leaders really were going to be for the Mexican challenge. It's kind week. of like who's having a plot line this week. Yeah. It's that really. It kind of is. It's, it's, it's to, to suit the purposes of, of the narrative. Exactly. So it was the girls running through doing quick drag. Doing Baywatch, um, doing Baywatch, uh, Baywatch saving saving someone, and this is the point where I was looking so hard at RuPaul. Did, like I was just thinking, then, like for a lot of young viewers, that might be a bit of an old school reference, you know, because Baywatch is something that you know very popular in the early nineties. Um, but the slow running thing is very much a trope in Baywatch because there were beautiful ladies who were voluptuously shaped. They did a revival gr- a couple of years ago. Do you remember? Oh yeah, did they yeah. do the same thing in it though? Like the the well, gratuitous kind of. I mean, yeah, it's, it's that the whole dark point candy of it? porn. Okay. okay. That's, that's Baywatch. So I think people mm. would have got that reference because of that. Okay. If they weren't okay. around for mm. Pamela Anderson. Yes. And yes, her natural Bleeth. body. And Yasmin Bleeth and all the rest of them. And um, who was that uh, Broadway star? Um, he played Jekyll and Hyde. David Hasselhoff. Yeah, don't hassle that And David Hasselhoff as well. Mm-hmm. So we see them do that. And this is the point where I was looking so hard at reports. Okay. Reports. Not uh-huh. and did you see uh, any squiggly outlines or anything? I didn't see any I didn't see any, but like they were very, very careful to not show her in the same scene mm. like with the girls, except for one where you could see behind RuPaul, which is very easy to green screen that kind of shot. Just another thing that might be relevant. I've just started listening to the Race Chaser Classic episodes because as any listener will know, we don't listen to other review podcasts or shows while we're while we're filming, if you like. But um <laughs> they're doing season six and Willem said that a certain someone, a certain makeup artist of RuPaul's didn't get her paperwork together. Uh, in time to get to Australia in time and her, her visa wasn't valid so she arrived a week late so I don't know if that's a reason for Rue arriving a week late as well but it certainly explains why she wasn't in drag in that first episode okay mm-hmm. okay so then that kind of goes against the whole green screen May, it may be I don't know what it adds to the narrative really the, the plot thickens uh, um, the plot thickens I, I don't know what to think now Tom I really wish I didn't know this because now every time I see RuPaul on, I'm actually really, really mm-hmm. focusing on, can I see the green screen? I'm not really actually enjoying and focusing on what's going on. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just go back to what I want to believe. I want to believe RuPaul is there. So I don't, I'm not going to keep on. You know, the true answer might series. be at this point, RuPaul is omnipotent and she's everywhere. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But who stood out for you in this mini challenge? Electra did. Electra stood up for me. I mean, her makeup's never looked better. 
No, in all you, seriousness, uh, her, makeup, her makeup was loads better last week, and I said that. I said she was really, really funny. I loved oh, the kind of aerobics you thing. Betray. Come on, Moonwalk. Come on, Moonwalk. Just in case Elixir was listening, I also said last week your makeup was <laughs> I'm like, amazing. I'm the first person okay? to say so that I, her I'm makeup's not really crunchy. You. I'm really a nice guy. I'm such a good person. Um, if you read the reviews, I'm, people want me to be the uh, president of uh, Drag Race World. So, yeah. So, just, just so you know that. Tom, I mean, Tom, just whatever. Okay, I don't have anything to say to that. Let's move on swiftly. Okay, so the winners of the mini challenge were Scarlett Adams and Electricia. Scarlett gave a fun kind of Amanda Lepore slash Pamela Anderson type of character, didn't she? I thought she was giving her a snatch game character. Is that her go-to? Is that her go-to? It's very much like, you know, the Vivian season one when the Vivian's go-to was... um, Kim Woodburn. Kim Woodburn. Mm -hmm. I think this is kind of the same thing here. It had bimbo, yeah. Is is that the only character you can do? Mm -hmm. Is it? But, you know, I'm speaking way too soon. It's only episode three. I got to say as well, Coco Jumbo needs minimal makeup. She's just stunning. Quick drag. She's as beautiful as she is in full drag. I think that I think one of the girls read her for it because I think she wanted a quick drag because she knows that she is a woman. Beautiful. She's, she's beautiful. beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. So I guess yeah, I guess that's the theme of her of her runways. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah. But yeah, that they kind of were the standouts really, weren't they? Yeah. Um let's move on. So the maxi challenge this week is the classic girl group challenge girl group challenge where they have to come up with their own verse and then they as a squad have to come up with the choreography but usually the leader is the one who kind of oversees everything I, I, I always think that this challenge uh, is quite a demanding challenge they've got to write record do choreo come up with um, outfits and characters quite often as well mm. so there's a lot for them to do within this period it's become a bit of a staple now where you get an early in the season girl group challenge don't you yeah. um as opposed to the late in the season kind of like one group production but it's clearly popular with the fans and it's become more and more of a staple mm. um any recent favorites when it comes to girl group challenges um i think quite lately Recently as well, we've had some very, very good ones. I mean, Phenomenon I, just stands out. Phenomenon is just from the reps to mm-hmm. the production to the choreography. I think overall, Phenomenon was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It, it really was, was great. I mean, we still rap. We still rap the lyrics. Yeah, f- like we all know that. Um, who was the first one? Yep, it's your girl Denali. Denali. Denali's rap just was hey up. Ill. She's from Yorkshire now. Hey up, it it's your girl Denali. I had a it's your girl Denali. Yeah, kind of mixing up our references there. <laughs> so Denali's rap was just killer. Mm. Yo, Denali, cold as us, hotter than a tamale. Keep up. I mean, they're all so, rosé as well. Stuff, like a, a messy, spicy, but me, you're too pricey. And then my also my favourite is... From the House of Heart. Everyone knows I'm, I'm, I'm sassing it all the Chicago's time. Chicago's Mackie Doll. Two beats in face. I like I'm her rap. Ma- uh, I was in this place. Yes, so Phenomenon is phenomenal. I also really do like, and it is one of my um, energy, it's in my energy playlist mm-hmm. on the way to the gym. Um, I gym. Did you know that? I've never heard yeah, you say that. Yeah, I'm a gymmer. Anyway. You keep that on the down um, low. So the song is Lucky. I love Lucky. You sang the whole thing like five minutes ago. Yeah, I before did. Before we as, got as on my, air. As my, um, my it was your up. energy to warm okay, up. My, yeah. you know, some people are like testing, testing. <laughs> I'm like, um, wake up, girl. Just nuts and listen. <laughs> you know the whole like, thing. You know the whole thing. But I don't think it here's the tea. I put in work, baby. <laughs> so yeah, I love it. I really yeah. do love that. I love every single rep. I think they're all great. It was a very, very excellent uh, finale performance. And I also love the production. Yeah. So the production was great as well. The other one that everybody quotes all the time, of course, is Tamisha Iman is coming for you. And she did. She She, was She came for everyone. She lit everyone. She lit... Who, who was it? Monet. Monet, she told you on episode one or two. To the point where Bob had to stage a, a, like an international intervention, frankly. Mm. You know, it was it was a large scale effort to appease Tamisha Iman. I loved it. Do you know why Bob had to do it? Because Monet cannot talk. She will not. She doesn't know what to say. Bob is so smart and eloquent, That's and also I, Bob is the kind of person who stick up for a friend. I could see Monet going, "Oh my god, like, I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I, I can't go online and try to talk to everyone about why I did it, and it was Mon- she, she couldn't do it." Monet would have got defensive and popped off. 
Whereas Bob stood in and was the voice of reason, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. and Bob is. I think Bob is one of my favourite drag queens. Oh, just full stop. Can she come to the UK soon, please, Bob? Please? Season I know she's 12, listening. I don't know if it's the girl group, but like the baby, we made it. We made it. Well, we their girl groups were the fi- I'm That Bitch and the Fosse song as well, which I, were both I, great. Yes, I'm that bitch. With, what did I do? Oh my gosh. Oh, Widow. She, bro- she broke all of her bones. Widow. She like fatality oh, no, you better herself. Do. Yeah, she, she was did. like, break that and I'll break my neck. Well, that, and then... <laughs> that has become a proper thing on Mortal Kombat. Those, uh, those like x-ray combos, hasn't it? And she did that to herself. She, she, was, she, she fatalityed <laughs> herself. She went, she went off. Widow was fab. Absolutely. Such a standout. You know what? I, UK Han, now, I, I think people hyped it up to more than what it was. I'm... Do you know what it is? It's because it was fun and it was frothy and it was silly and it was drag. It wasn't necessarily like... It's not most... a song that carries. It's a song that, mm-hmm. ah, good time then and there, and it should stay then and there. But it's not a song that carries. It's not it a was... song that lives after that season. It was a very good concept in that it was heavily Eurovision referencing. And Eurovision music is often trash. You know, I love Eurovision, but it's it's throwaway pop trash. So then you're saying they fit the brief? Did they t- that was a well no what i'm saying is like it was supposed to be fun and frothy and trashy and it it did that and i mean they charted it was super duper popular uh, yeah but did they chat because it was great or did they chat because of the show um probably because of the show i would say um i want to break up was a better song yeah i think that i yeah. think that lasted longer i think that was more than just in that moment mm-hmm. and i think that people were trying to make it a um, break up a frock destroyers. They were trying to make it that yeah. you know. But I mean, EK just... produced both of those, though, didn't he? Uh, yes, because he was. Um, he, was, he, was like, he was doing the whole whistle tone over mm. the Venus whistle yeah. tone. He was he was going crazy over it. Yes, mm. and I also love Emini K. Yeah, it was I, fantastic. I hope to see Emini K as a staple mm-hmm. in the UK series. I thought it was really really good. Can- I, think, I think he's amazing and he's really talented. Canada had sorry. Nah, sorry. I liked that too. That was more like, there were two rival groups, but it was one big song, wasn't it? Mm. So it wasn't split into two, so it's slightly different. It was kind of but like it was a, really, really fun. It was, it was long, it was kind of like a musical-ish. That was produced by Ralph, wasn't it? Who's yes. fantastic. Yes. So the girls have been put into groups. Now, Electra chose... Tom, help me out So here. Scarlett chose um, Etc, Coco and Anita. So I got the sense that Scarlett was trying to go for uh, like youthful dance energy and it was kind of left with Anita. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, dis- no disrespect for Anita. I just, I'm just i just trying to think of Scarlett's because Anita's fabulous. Anita's got a win and it's a snatch game win, so I think she's fine. I- but you know, no, what I'm saying is I'm trying to think of Scarlett's thought process, which we do see more of going forward, actually, and we mm-hmm. can expand upon a bit. Electra. Went for Karen first, um, then Keita, then Maxi, which tells me she wants. It makes she me think- wants to win. I thought that she was going for. They love Karen. They've loved mm. Karen. Um, I'm going to bring her on here because if they love her, they'll love me and my team. That's a, I'm just trying to think of Electra. Uh, yeah, Electra, but- someone who's been safe in bottom. I think latching on to someone who's doing well she, there may also be an element of standing out as the dancer in this group because the rest of the girls are more comedic but also i did think about like group energy which is a lot more positive in this group as we'll see in a moment do you know what i mean well if she wanted positivity she would have gone for anita well she did choose choose kita over anita and these girls are her two bosses which was interesting i think she'd have had them both if she could okay but she did go for karen first over either of her bosses yeah 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 i I see that now so we do see the the energy um emerge quite early on don't we so we see a bit of um it's still a little bit of psychic energy between etc and scarlet you know there's there's that happening yeah scarlet's group isn't it etc really really wants to have her voice heard and kind of be the loudest person in the room a little bit She's there's definite friction between her and Scarlet. It doesn't blow up or anything. Well, we haven't seen anything blow up yet so far. Yeah, I do think um, when you get a girl, when you get a, a group full of drag queens, this is expected. Mm. When you when you strong personality, yeah. When you do get a um, a group of drag queens, put them in a a group, put them in this reality TV mm. scenario, and then tell them to do something. You can't expect it to go. 
I'm going to listen to everything you say. Absolutely. They're all used to being their own creative director. They well, create their own stuff. They create their own image. They do everything themselves. They produce themselves. So then for, for them to sit back and have someone else dictate, of course it's not going to go well. I was highly entertained as well by what Coco said about etc. Um, she's kind of like the little boss in her end of Sydney. And she surrounds herself with amateurs so that she feels better, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I see a real hunger in a like in Etcetera's eyes. Etcetera is a real she's ambitious, she's hungry, she She's young. She wants she's... to be the next Art Simone in or Karen from Finance. She's an up and comer and that's how she sees herself. Scarlett has like this very self assured energy. Um, but also like there's a little bit of insecurity underpinning it as well. She tries to project this sense of like, I know what I'm doing, but she really doesn't like Etc's opinion. And You're if, so if right. She... There's a disconnect mm. with how confident she is in the confessionals yeah. where she's saying, you know, oh, I get my way. Oh, it's all about me. Mm. But then when you see her actually interact with Etc, who's the person that she's actually coming for in the confessionals, that energy's not there. Absolutely. It's like, I'm confident when I'm, when I'm, on, my, when I'm on my own, but when you... When you're right in front of me, I'm not really that comfortable confronting you. So That's right. That bowdy That's bowdy bitch thought, is gone. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's weak sauce. She's weak sauce. She's weak sauce. Don't be weak sauce. She, she, she talks a big game, but mm-hmm. like when it's face to face, she's... Yeah. All, all... Silencio! <laughs> all the confrontation was to the camera, not to etc., <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe she's uh, got eye problems. Maybe she thinks the camera's etc. Maybe. Don't I don't know, Tom. I they don't might, know. They might have put a little wig on the camera or something yeah. this is etc talk to her tell me how you feel about etc now producers etc seems um she's she's got that co- she's confident we have you have to say this she mm. is confident she knows she what she wants she'll she'll speak when she um has an idea mm-hmm. that's confidence I think she's um, good on her. I was su- so the other team. Although is- if I was Scarlett, I would have shut her down very early because yeah. the reason that it kept going on is because she didn't bite it. She, she did not she assert herself yeah, as the leader. She didn't assert herself. No, 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 no. Um, she could have. She could have ended it. Very. Mm-hmm. She could have fatalitied it. Mm-hmm. Very, very quickly. <laughs> but because she didn't. It just went on, and so she kind of so Sarah gave herself more and more permission mm. to to speak more and to give more and more yeah. opinions. She's given the space to do that. She mm. didn't finish her. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed with Scarlett was that she was really, really aggrieved that she couldn't do far more advanced choreo because she really wants to shine. So I suspect that she'll have quite fancy choreo for her solo bit. And then the rest of it is, I mean, in a situation like this, you get, you've got to fit at the level of your team members, haven't you? I mean, you're the, you're the dancer here. You're the performer. Am I right? Am I wrong? Um, I'll speak on it, Tom. Uh, you will speak on I it. Because I am the performer. You are. You are right. The You're right, You have to work to what you have with the group. Mm-hmm. And then you shine your ass on your solo. Do it. They will find out you're a good dancer. But if you're a good dancer, if, if you all got the same level of choreography, which in this instance she wanted to be um, audition, she wants this to be a chorus line, mm-hmm. the Broadway. So if she gave them all that, everyone's going to look crap. Mm-hmm. You're not doing your team any favour. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. What you do do, come up with what you do do, Chandler. Nice what, sidestep. <laughs> what you do do, <laughs> think about that. That's the what you what you do do is that you, <laughs> you can't stop. move past it. Um, what you should do in this <laughs> okay, yeah, instance yeah. is create choreography so that you all look seamless. Seamless. So that you all look in sync, you know, so that you all like look Lord like McLean. a group. And you, everyone, obviously, in a group, everyone has their own personality. Everyone's mm. got their own. Like, look, just think of the Spice Girls. Yeah. The, the choreography was together, but they all had their own individual um, voices. They all had their own individual styles. And whenever yeah. they had their parts, mm-hmm. you saw it. You didn't have to yeah. see it in the group number. Like, you didn't have to. Mm, the Spice Girls are an interesting case in a girl group, though, weren't they? Because they were marketed far more on their individuality than, like, synchronicity. When you think of, like, The Supremes or Girls Aloud or Bananarama um, or Destiny's Child, it's all about kind of, like, it's either your f- f- three to five individuals who are working in sync or framing 
a lead singer, right? Like in the Supreme. Oh, this is Oh, Destiny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. But like that, it's it's more about synchronicity and framing somebody rather than being an individual and stand each one being an individual. The, the Spice Girls were kind of Spice Girls. Spice Girls were kind of unique, weren't they? In this instance, what they needed to do was just you shine. You should know by now. Mm-hmm. Shine in your own part. Yeah, do it. That's do it. it. That's what you have to do, because yeah, that's the, it. In contrast, the other team are total team best friends, right? And I actually really enjoyed watching this. I loved seeing how well these girls were getting on. I know we all love bitchy catty drag queens, but it's nice. This is a nice palate cleanser, if you like. Um, Electra seems to, in terms of the choreo, meet it at their level. Karen says she actively enjoyed learning the choreo. Maxie in particular seems to need a little bit of extra help with the choreo and they support her with that. And from what I saw, they seem to give her a bit more of a comedic twist, maybe, to really play to her strengths. Um, and that was all really fun to watch. Um, Electra is a dancer. Electra mm-hmm. is a dance teacher. Electra had a dance company. And um, I didn't know that w- what had happened, Electra mm. did tell um, the world. The world. She proclaimed mm-hmm. that she had lost it and, she'd all, and in the process had lost nearly everything. It was very, very sad for me to hear because I yeah. know Electra to be a, a very well-rounded performer. Yeah. A very talented performer. Um, a phenomenal dancer. And... I, I do believe that Electra lived and breathed the dance world. So yeah. to have that to, to be to have that taken away from you, uh, I, I can't imagine. It was really sad to hear, and you could see her emotion. She's trying to suppress it, but it bubbled up a little bit. Yeah. But it was really, really good as well because the other girls kind of rallied around and supported her and actually saw her in a new light because there's been a joke so far about Electra being like the busted girl who can dance. Um, and she even said, "Can I?" So that might explain my busted drag because she's not had a lot of money. Um, but the girls and they speak highly of her, and they said they've had a really nice experience with her, and they see her determination in her heart. Such a contrast with Scarlett and Electra yeah. in the terms that Electra, maybe by default, or whatever or however she did it, mm. she let them know, "I am a dancer. Mm-hmm. I'm a dance teacher. I know what I'm doing." And they they just they just fell in suit. They just. They fought in line. They, they lined their ass up and mm-hmm. they listened. And it was so nice to see a dance rehearsal go so effortless. Yeah. It was just like, everyone there, you go out, you go out. Okay, now walk. Now you're going a bit too far. Just come back yeah, in. Yeah. Great. Okay, we're done. Okay, let's walk back out. It was, that literally was how the dance the, rehearsal went. With no shady sound effects. I didn't need it <laughs> because, because the lecture knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's been doing this nearly all her life you don't question someone who has a confidence in their talent mm-hmm. you don't there was there was no no one felt that they they had to mm-hmm. they just wanted to just listen do it get it done and they're out all very very good it seemed to me the in complete terms of, opposite we, we've not seen the performance yet yeah so in, to touch on what you're saying there i feel like they're setting up a scarlet electra rivalry this week and i sense that one of them is probably going to be the winner but Scar- Electra's got this underdog. Do you have a crystal ball there that one of the team leaders of the two groups has no, to win? What? No, but that's what I mean. Does like, that mean that one of them might lose? But the- <laughs> Tom? No, no, no. But it depends how they judge it. Team leaders don't necessarily have to win. But it just seems like they're getting the spotlight and they're very different characters and they've got very different narratives, as, as you just explained really, really well. You know, mm-hmm. Scarlet with this veneer of confidence but insecurity bubbling underneath. And... Um, Electra is this kind of like rising from the ashes phoenix kind of thing. And we all love that storyline. So people are going to be rooting for Electra, I think. And she's shown herself to be so nice as well. Again, in contrast to Scarlet, who's got this bitchy streak, which isn't necessarily like a funny bitchy streak. It's just kind of like a bit bitchy. Well, let's go with the vocal rehearsals because that was a dancing. The vocal mm-hmm. rehearsals, when we go with um, Electra's team, Electra was good. Yeah. Ketamine was good. What I liked about Electra was self-deprecating lyrics. She played on the jokes they've all been making about her, so good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who else was on her team? Um, Maxi uh, Shields. Yeah, Maxi needed a lot of direction. There's a lot of fun content to her rap, but she really struggled with the timing, and I really hope she gets that down. I just worried because I'm worried her about, timing was off. I'm worried about Maxi this week, unfortunately. They're, they're placing a lot of emphasis on her struggles. I'm just worried, like, what is she like in a lip sync? If she mm. can't even lip sync her own song. Oh, she'll be comedic. She'll be far well, by like, that. But then how do you like, everything's about timing and rhythm. Yeah. She, she just didn't have the timing. And it was really shocking to watch, actually. Mm. 
it was a shocking for you to see how off time like you can hear that this is the count but, yeah. but and then you're like you're not singing M- Michelle kind of had to clap along for her it, it was it was it saddened me because it made me worried for her that's all really but I, I hope she has a good recording session and then just performs the hell out of it then it must be a bit different to have rhythm when singing to rhythm when dancing because like, I, I can I can like for example I could kind of like hold rhythm in a song I can't really in a dance I don't think it's not the same thing is it so I don't know. You're the performer. You should have all the answers. I know. I'm the performer. I don't understand off time. I don't understand off. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's just an alien concept. I don't. To un- me. I really. I don't. I don't understand if you you saying that you don't know how to step to a beat. That my mind can't comprehend. I really can't. <laughs> I can't understand that. It's just because rhythm just runs through your veins. Yeah, it's like when you when you hear a key and you can't hit it. I don't understand how you can't hit that key. It doesn't make sense to me, Tom. Okay, so we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> that was so. That was such cocky. That was so full. Of I life. just thought we'd move away from that. We're, we're, yeah, we're, let's we're, moving on. We're moving away from relatability. <laughs> um, Keita got lots of good feedback, and Karen needed quite a lot of direction. But so we'll see how that works out. And for Scarlett's team, um, Anita was funny. She got a good laugh. So Anita and Keita seem pretty solid this week. They're Anita pros. is very much like we'll go to the top. We'll go to the top. Mm. And I was just like. Hmm. Mm, uh, very 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 similar energies although at the moment we're not seeing any shady side to Anita the way that we saw with yeah what's your name Kita no we go to the top we oh to the Utica. Top Utica yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I was really into, we're seeing further like interplay between Scarlett and etc because etc keeps piping up and giving Scarlett little bits of feedback it's like yeah you, you might you might want to um, be on rhythm there it's yeah um hi I'm, I'm etc uh <laughs> Scarlett, Scarlett, I just really feel like you could be a bit more punchy with your lyrics. Yeah, you know, really it? accentuate. You put a cork in it. Yeah. Now, Scarlett, what I'm going to give you here is the benefit of my experience. <laughs> okay, it's something people pay for, but okay. Um, just, just you know, cash up, Venmo me later. She's but got, here's she's my got, feedback. she's got balls. This girl, she really, really has. is like, hmm. Yeah. Oh, one week, one week being safe, and all of a sudden, she's mm-hmm. just like you. Wrong. I know, right? Coco's on the struggle bus as well. Coco, if you can't sing, don't sing. Period. Don't start it off. Don't make your introduction to the song mm. something that you're not good at. If you can't sing, don't sing. What interesting. We me. know you can talk. Your confessionals are the so they're the funny. truth. Your yeah. confessionals are making down under. Yeah. So so go on there, do your rap, and get out. But don't don't give that wife of that Christmas party something to say. I, I told know. you, she still mm. is nothing compared to Art Simone. I would even ne- though she's still on. I would never say that. <laughs> but I don't understand why you would sing if you can't. What interested me was that when they were in the workroom, she was on tune. And when she was in front of the microphone, she was off. No, badly. in the workroom, you didn't know she was on tune because you didn't know what key she was on. You didn't she, hear the... She sounded like she was doing a tune, let's say, then. And then when she got in front of the microphone, it was <laughs> garbage mama. It was just like, Ooh. Yeah. If Michelle is giving you that look, switch it up. I also loved as well at the beginning when Rue was like, um, so now we're going to have a girl group superstar mentoring you. And they're like, who is it? Is it Jerry Halliwell? Is it, it's Kylie is, is, is it Nadine from Girls Aloud? That's a good job. Is it someone from Little Mix? And it's like, Michelle Versace. And so everyone's like, oh, yeah, she was in a girl group, wasn't she? Okay. <laughs> Track nine on Bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know? Uh, that's a, that's a rehearsal so far. From what I'm feeling, Tom, and what I'm sensing, Tom, mm-hmm. is that... The Electra's team is going to win. Yeah, the, we love an underdog narrative. Yeah. Yeah, so let's see what they bring on the stage. All right, we have just seen the performances from the Queen. Let's start with the Outback fake host. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. now that was the team that had Scarlett, etc., Coco Jumbo, and Anita Wigglet. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. I thought it was a clean performance. Yes. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a clean performance. I liked it. Going one by one with the girls, Scarlett started it off. Yeah. Um, her rap wasn't, yeah, eh, nothing to shout about. I would say that as well. It was very kind of like, I'm a drag queen. I'm here to win. It's your generic yeah. drag race girl yeah. rap. It wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah. She it looked beautiful. Very, it was just very like, eh. What did you think of her dancing? Um, Her dancing was... Okay. Okay. I mean, you're the expert. 
I mean, it wasn't something that you know for someone who was like, I just really want to show how good I am. Yeah. Even in her solo, she just didn't really do anything amazing. So yeah, again, all talk. I ain't seen I, nothing yet. I thought she looked kind of like slick and tight with her moves, but there was nothing like yeah. mind blowing. I was like, are you gonna do a double turn? Are you gonna are you gonna what? What are you gonna do? Death drop? Are you gonna do a backflip? What, what are you yeah. gonna do? What is it? And it was. It was nothing. I'm going to say something really bitchy and nitpicky. Um, there was some sort of visible undergarment sticking out of her corset that really distracted me all the way through. Oh. And I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. That's Tom. That's okay. And that's minus 10 points, I'm afraid, Scarlett. Next <laughs> <laughs> uh, up then, after that, we had Anita Wiglet. Anita Wiglet. I loved her. She is a star. She is so she really is. She has star power. She's she has stage presence. Her rap was funny. Mm-hmm. It was very, very on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, even throughout the dances, uh, the way that she interpreted the music, the way that she did that kind of like Michael Jackson, like, huh, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, huh. yeah, that was good. The, ow, 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 yeah. ow. I just really think that she is a, a great performer. She's a superstar. And like, I was impressed by kind of like, you know, again, I'm no dance, I'm no choreographer, but like she was on time. She she hit the moves. Yes. Like, you know, you, sometimes you think a comedy queen's not going to kind of be as good at dancing as that. But I thought she was fab. She was really, really good. She was great. Maybe it's, I, you have to give props to uh, Scarlett and et cetera. If they, even if she wasn't a dancer, mm-hmm. they found a way for her to, to work. She may be a better dancer than we think she is. She might, she might yeah, have the tools. Yeah. We're kind but, of we're kind of thinking in generalities about comedy queens, aren't we? I, I love her lyrics. They were the funniest. It was the crudest, and yeah. then she even added in a bit of character for the older girl on. Like she she fit in so much with her time to shine because that is your time. This is your moment. Is she to, doing that because really she's out? probably the oldest girl there or something? Eh. Anyway, it was funny. Yeah, great. Yeah. Next up, we have Etcetera. Etcetera, look, Etcetera is a good performer. Yes, I, I found her if more engaging. If she is surrounding herself with amateurs, they are good amateurs. <laughs> because she was great. She was always on. Her face was always performing. Mm. In her verse, I liked her lyrics when she rhymed Federer with Bitterer. It was which funny. Which shows her youth appeal. Yeah. Which shows you know, her, her youth. She um, showed, taught us about her... Um, uh, gender nine binary from down. And I, yeah. I really enjoyed watching her. She was always on. She's like you know when you go to see mm-hmm. a recital, she's that happy go, <laughs> happy yeah. go lucky uh, kid on stage. I, I think she was good. I, I think like she was very good. Etc. More this Vince. after after seeing this performance. Yeah, it, it was a really good showcase of her. I hate saying this, but her brand, her like quirky, uh, slightly left of center, offbeat appeal. I enjoyed Absolutely. it. Yeah. I, I, I like to say she was always on. I like, I do like appreciate the way that she styles herself as well because she's really unconventional because she went for this like grey flicky hairstyle that you'd associate more really with like a middle-aged lady but she pulled it off and looked gorgeous. Yep. I agree. I agree. Mm. Now the last one to talk about is Coco Jumbo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said it in the rehearsals and I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I did not like that she started off with, I think she didn't even sing it this summer. I think she tried to like talk she, yeah. it out. Like, so talk singing, yeah, didn't she? yeah, yeah, talk singing, but even that was wrong, mm. you know. And because that lyrics that that's in inverted commas singing took up a lot of time and a lot of bars, it meant that when she did actually start to rap, which I really enjoyed, there wasn't much time left because she spent most of her bars doing that entrance, which I felt yeah. was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just how I feel. I thought she brought lots of personality and vivacity to the performance. I enjoyed watching her. I thought, yeah, the lyrics weren't great. The verse wasn't great. But the the her her energy that she brought, I really enjoyed. Yep. She, she is a sight to behold. Yes. If I go to a if I go to a, a bar and she's hosting that night, I will know before I even see her on stage. I will feel her energy. Mm-hmm. I will feel everyone else's energy. Like anticipation like something's happening and i'll look across my shoulder and see that she's just gone on stage and she's starting the night that's the energy that she gives me you're in safe hands for the evening yeah 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 absolutely overall i liked it coco jumbo was the weakest of the group so if they were if there was someone to be in the bottom it would be her after her would be scarlet 
Scarlet for all the talk. Um, etc. Mm. Kind of outshined Scarlet here. Yeah. If I'm looking at the, both of their performances, etc. Was more. She had more presence. Let's more see more presence than Scarlet. Obviously, we're going to see the second one now, and we'll see if that narrative that we were talking about will play yeah. out in terms of like Scarlet versus Electra. But you're right that Scarlet wasn't necessarily the standout in this team. No. And Anita and etc. Kind of were. Yeah, Anita and yeah. it definitely was. But I do want to I do want to say that the choreography was good. It was very very it was a very clean a very mm. clean set performance. Nothing trying to steal focus from the person who was rapping. It was just very clean, is what mm. I can say. Very simple and very clean, which is what etc. said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like etc. got what she wanted. Mm. So who really was the leader here? Let's look at three and a half men. Next up, we have three and a half men, and that team <laughs> comprises of Electra, Electra, Maxi Kita. Shields, Kiramine, and Karen, and Karen from Finance. Um, <laughs> again, I'll go first, Tom, because you're because the best. I do want to say that there's a distinctively different style of performance yeah. and energy in yeah. this group. Completely now, agree. where we saw in the first group clean and simple very much like what you'd expect to see in a factory like very very like <laughs> fembots if you were to buy mm. a simple effective choreography that was the template that they used mm-hmm. i want to say that three and a half men kind of showed a bit more uh personality she yeah. had a bit more um flavor definitely m- modern flavor modern girl group yeah it was the difference between seeing steps mm-hmm. versus seeing like um go on go on i want to say disney's child but sometimes disney's child is very very same same around beyonce yeah Destiny's child is quite different because it's definitely kind of like let's all worship beyonce yeah yeah <laughs> it's between seeing like steps and um who's who's a, a a group that just really does their own thing. What, like as individuals? Yeah. The Spice Girls are the best example we could think of, I think, really. I think that has to be it. The difference mm. is between Steps and Spice Girls. Yeah. The, the three and a half men were more Spice Girls, where I saw a bit more flavor. Yeah. And yeah, so I don't, I don't know how they're going to read it. I appreciate both of them. Um, let's just go into the girls one by one. I will Karen say, just, so far, I'm just very, very with you. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Karen from Finance has has the Tina Burner syndrome mm. with her flow. Not, like, don't rap, Karen. Like, don't ever do that. Stick to numbers. Can Stick I, to finance. Can I tell you, the thing is, yeah, she was using kind of like, she was going with the Karen for Finance character and using all these kind of like, you know, the workplace metaphors. I felt like I was watching like an induction video for like an office job because she kept on saying things about like climbing the ladder, clocking in. And it didn't all quite like work as it like a, a funny metaphor. I, was, I wasn't like laughing. Her rhythm was very like a nursery rhyme, like mm. Jack and Jill went up the hill yeah. to fetch a bit of water but and it wasn't like um the rap that wasn't she did there wasn't dynamic it was very very like nursery rhyme very very basic i was expecting it was basic and i was yeah i was i was karen it was horrible. I was expecting funny, and I didn't get funny, unfortunately. Nothing. It was very... I, I will say, as you know, the more ensemble bits came later, which we'll get to, she found her funny, but in her individual rap, I'm sorry, Karen, this wasn't it. Yeah, um, I, I didn't like it. The following Karen was Kilimine, and it was a vast change in the yes. energy that came on this. It yeah. was a firecracker. Yeah, she it's really like, is. It's like she was the silent... Karen was the silent sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> and then when Ketamine came on stage, it was boom. And it was, hi, I'm here. This is Ketamine. Can't be fun. Energy, fire. It was great. Ketamine. She and Anita are both very, very good. They are. They're really repping New Zealand. I think New Zealand's... I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm not surprised, of course, but we can't say that they haven't written us a review on Apple Podcasts yet, <laughs> have you? No, but no, I completely agree. Kita, she brought firecracker energy. She was funny. She was campy. She probably didn't make me lol as much as in contrast to say Anita. Yeah, but she was up there. She was but really, the energy really good. was there. The flamboyance was there. And the thing is, Kita kept that energy for the whole song. Yeah. And that's what I liked. Mm-hmm. So Kira was great. Uh, we have who was next? Electra. Electra, Electra was a very sexy 
bad bitch. Yeah, she had she different was a bad energies. Bitch. But she was still like an approachable bad bitch, you know? You know, she's your bad bitch. She's <laughs> a bad bitch. Our favorite kind of bitch. But she's your friend. Like, I'm scared of her, but I want to be her friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she was that one. She was, you know, in her leotard and leather jacket. So she had that kind of tough girl look. And she did some high kicks, some splits. She, she t- took the opportunity to show what she could do as a dancer. Um, while keeping the rest of the choreography accessible for the others, which is her job. She did really well. She th- was a pirouette into an arabesque. Thank you. I was like, oh, oh. Girl why was showing why did they cut to Rue squinting at her then, though? We saw them cut to Rue giving a disapproving squint. I think, I think, because we've watched it through a couple of times, I think it's because the other girls in the background were supposed to give a comedic bad pirouette at the same time which you did see but they were slightly after and i don't know if they were supposed to be the same time as her the only thing i can think of because i can't imagine why rue was disapproving of that well, rue's not a dance teacher no she's not a dance performer no and she's not even there actually she's um, not even watching she, yeah <laughs> she's in she's la on the green screen at home <laughs> so uh who should be squinting at who she's only like emperor palpatine off yeah. star wars she's only there in hologram form <laughs> So yeah, so um, who was she to squint at anything? I don't, I don't understand that cutaway. Obviously, we're going to find out, but that mm. cutaway was not justified because I thought Electra's verse was great. And next we have Maxi. Electra also was the only one who sung. Yeah, she did sing. Did you notice she, that? She's Tom? actual singing, See, didn't she? Yeah. I hear these because you're a performer. 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 Professional. 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 Oh, props! Props to the sound team that the 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 lip syncs actually synced. You yes, know? well you done. For In- UK Hunt, where there was that lag. Well, it actually was the finale performance. There was a terrible lag. Right. Oh, People had to upload gosh. fresh edits on YouTube and and Reddit. There was a, the first thing going through my mind was: Is it going to sink? Is yeah. the lip going to? Is it going to sink to the Are music? the lips going to sink? And I was like, Okay, good. It was. It was. Finishing off the three and a half men was Mexi Shields. Can I just say, I want to say this very, very quickly. Uh-huh. Mexi Shields really reminds me of Ginger Minj. Yeah. She yeah, yeah, has yeah. Ginger Minj energy. Not to say that she is a clone, but that she has that same she's energy. She's person. got that same yeah. vivacity. She's yeah. got that same stage presence. I loved seeing her character on stage. I really like Mexi. Really, the fantastic. way she looked, she caught my eye everywhere it's she a, went. It's a very like 90s Gautier kind of look, you know, like. Um, Suspenders with boobs out, kind of thing. Oh, references! Not even, references. not even on the mix stage. I know. Gosh, it's not I, even the runway yet. I think her character is so interesting because she's somewhere between Madonna and Shirley Temple because she's simultaneously like sexy but adorable, you know, and can be in fun. Like her verse was really, really like on brand. If I didn't know who she was, I know now. Definitely, she conveyed her character really, really well. She had lots of fun comedic moments. I will say, the camera didn't focus on every single one of her moments. So it's a really good bit where um, during the chorus, they were doing like, Queens down under, and the three other girls were like, popping and dipping, and they're doing it in sequence, and Maxie was at the end. Instead of doing that, she just stuck two fingers up. It's because she was like, I'm not doing that, kind of thing. Um, Her verse was really fun. We saw her character. She's all about kind of like sexy curves. The Electra helping her up was a fun little moment. The other thing I liked about this performance is lots of interaction between the girls. Um, again, akin to Phenomenon. The thing that set a Phenomenon apart from Congratulations was the interactions and you saw camaraderie, which we saw in this as well, which I don't think we saw in um, Outback Fake Hose. It's, here it is. It's the difference between a chorus line musical mm-hmm. and six. The musical, the mm. new musical Six. T- I totally know what you're talking about. That's that's the difference. Mm. Six, the musical Six, was very, very um, three and a half men, whereas the other team was chorus line, very, meaning that it was very, very like simple, effective, clean. Where this yeah. one had personality, it and did. flavor, and it was there was dynamics. So I'm gonna let's talk just, about just what, what we one like. One more thing, sorry. Okay. Just, I, I liked how they finished with the kind of like pseudo girly show. Like, look, we're kind of. Oh yeah, look, we're, kind oh, of, look, we're, we're always sexy. Yeah, oh, we're sexy yeah. kind of oh, thing. And that's what girl groups. And are. I, I felt like that was a good moment for for Karen. I think that Karen, in contrast to her individual verse, at least had like a, a funny good moment at that point. Yeah. So looking at both of the teams here. One team was clean, effective, and and very very pleasant. It really was. Yeah. The other team was very had a bit of personality. Was mm-hmm. more of really showed themselves. It's hard. It really depends on what you want to see. Do you want to see a clean performance? Because the clean performance was Scarlet's team. Do you want to see um, personality on stage? Do you want to see a bit of dynamic? Do you want to see an organized chaos rock style? 
Um, hmm. That's that, that's what you're, you're you're wanting, I guess. Then that's three and a half men. For me, I'm going to say it outright. My heart tells me that I love the second group more. Um, I don't really care as much about clean as I care about being entertained. I was very entertained about the, by the second group. That's and I, I love their camaraderie. I love their energy. I love the humor. And so before we see the runways or anything, I personally would say it'd be the second group with Electra as the winner. And it'll be a rising underdog trajectory all the way from bottom to safe to top. I ex- I think that the first group was very clean, very easy to sit down and enjoy. It didn't have as much fun on yeah. stage as the other girls, or much character on stage as three and a half men. Uh, what I like clean. There we go. Then we're coming from different angles. And again, no tea, no shade. The first group were definitely enjoyable, and nobody sucked at I, all. I like I like clean. I, I just it's in me to like clean. They, I'm not saying that the other team was was bad. I'm saying that. For me, I want to choose the clean performance. And you're going to go... And I also really, really liked Anita's verse, which also makes me bump it up a bit more. You'd like Anita to win this week. Yeah. Again, okay. So, so look, they're our picks then. Yeah, they're our picks. Look, we, we both love them. I guess they, kind of well, like, like overall who's in... I think we're quite consistent. I think if we're going between both the teams, although they do often judge in teams, um, we're probably seeing Coco and Karen maybe in the bottom. Yeah, maybe Scarlet. Although I don't think they'll put her there unless they're disappointed and they try and teach her a lesson. Definitely Coco. Definitely Karen would be in the bottom. Yeah, if we had to choose, looking for kind of me. No, no, no. Could could Coco send home another like you know Aussie star? Let's have a look the runway and then make our final decisions there. And the category for the runway is bogan prom realness so i guess what i'm getting from this is kind of like the theme is let's be tasteless that's all i can get that's I what, there's loads of references that's here. what a, a bogan is like someone is really really tasteless uh unsophisticated like uncultured that's what a bogan is it's like the outbacks usually <laughs> kind of that person no class no class uh, they're like school no on class, weekends but lots of arms. no class so um, starting this is etc coming in in a pink uh overall it's like it's like a velour, velour tracky. It's very kind of like what Paris and Britney were wearing when they were partying in the noughties, that kind of thing. And she gives me that sort of character. Like Britney got married and something like this, didn't she? When she got married to Kevin Federline. Mm. It's a little bit like Jordan okay. as well, Katie Price. You see the teeth being blacked out. Like Bogan usually had bad teeth. That. That's, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, next up, yeah. Next up, we've got Coco Jumbo. This dress, actually, I think is very like, you know, early 90s prom. I think this is actually pretty in a, in a certain kind of way. It's very Heatherette. Or like uh, very gem in the holograms. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like it's lots of lame and frills and stuff. And this... Do you remember um, Trixie Mattel's tasteless uh, dress? You know, Bad Runway? Uh-huh. It's a bit like that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? This is a dress that she already had. And then she added leaves in her hair mm-hmm. to make it bogan. She gave it a character, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and made it bogan by putting something, uh, some leaves in her hair. She's having a good time. Mm, yeah, not bad of a look, actually. It was quite I, pretty. It, it, again, like... Anita's could be it's very very simple but it could be fashionable on the right runway like this is giving me kind of like early 90s Gautier as well Anita Wiggler's dress yes yeah Anita Wiggler um, again there's the blacked out teeth and the cigarettes seem to be used as accessories as well I scratching her yes. fluffy um, again everybody's giving it like this kind of like rough lady character aren't that's they? what it is it, this looks like this looks very real to me this looks like someone who has no taste what they would actually wear to a ball or prom like it's something pony. like this like the kind of dinner with the singlet and the side pony I, I really do think a bogan would wear this thinking that it's glamour it's actually not that tasteless this I mean the 90s have rolled back around over the past few years next up we've got Scarlett Adams Mm. again like, this isn't that bad like I appreciate the joke that it, she's made a wine box bag into a dress yeah and she she makes herself a little drink from it again cigarette accessories reminiscent of Lady Gaga's telephone video perhaps mm-hmm. um I mean, like, again, like, aluminium has been big on their own way on a few occasions. I'm I'm sure Gareth Pugh or somebody like that did it. Um, It's actually not that... What I will say, the fit is off, but the dress itself isn't bad. The fit looks weird. It's sitting really, really low on her. Do you know, know, like, when you stretch a picture on, Mm. like, on any yet, whether it be Microsoft Word or Publish or Photoshop, when you grab a picture and you stretch it to make it longer... 
that's what it looks like someone's done to it. If she was wearing, the, I think it's because there's something really heavy on the bottom that's dragging it down. I think if she lifted it up a good few inches, it actually wouldn't be that bad. And if she styled it differently, it'd be quite nice. I love the mullet. I love the necklace. I love the idea of the dress. I think she's we're seeing it well. cigarette accessories, really good. side ponies, and mullets. This yeah. see, these seem no. To be what big... you're seeing is bogan. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what bogans are. Okay, come on, culture yourself. Next up, we got Electra Shock. So yeah. Electra comes out again. This, this is actually quite an ugly dress in a way because there's just so much going on at the bottom and at the top. You know, it's this kind of gold lame. <laughs> it's funny that you see this actually an ugly dress because what she said while she was walking is, I've actually upped my um, fashion this week. <laughs> so she, the week that she's tried to look really, really good is the week of the Bogan prom and it's ugly. So it's this... like, don't try, girl. Just wear what you normally have in your nails. <laughs> You'll nail the runaway. Nail it, girl. There's this amazing electro pop artist called Peaches who I've been a fan of for years, and she loves kind of like trashy glamour. And this gives me, and she rocks a mullet as well. So this gives me very Peaches energy. Yeah. Do you like it? I like it because it seems to fulfill the brief. Yeah. Do I like the dress? No, it's hideous. Okay. But it, it kind of fulfills the brief. Next up, we have Kidamine. Now, Kidamine, this is, I don't, I don't see Bogan in this. This at is all. 80s new wave rocker. More yeah, than this would if I was to not know what the category was and she walked out, I would think neon rocker. Yeah, so this could have been you know the season eight neon new wave runway, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. fine. What's this, man? I got something to say. It's got street beats. No need to yell. Um, um, I mean, I don't get what you're saying, Lucian, because <laughs> I, when I think Lord, I think, uh, the first teenager. Uh. I mean, let's face it, Lucian was talking crap that he episode. Was. Um, I mean, yeah, she, she's more like. 80s rocker like more Wendy O. Williams, yeah. more Del Bosio. It's, it, it, I don't think it fits the brief, and she might get some criticism for that. It does not fit the brief, but it's a good outfit, but it doesn't fit the brief. Mariah Balenciaga was on that panel. <laughs> she was her, keep walking to the car park, jump in the Uber, get your ass home. It said that Mariah is all about the category. She is. Mexi Shields. I love this, this look. I love this look. So she's got like gold lame leggings and like this bandeau bra and like this poochie print uh fanny pack as they call it bum bags we call them in the uk and this spangly jacket i mean this lady's a lot of fun this lady's yeah. a lot of fun is it prom runners i feel it's the prom's mom that's what she said she says she's, she's the chaperone she's uh, like the cool mom i'm she, not a regular mom I'm she's a cool, a cool mom. mom yes well she hit that i like i love the look it's polished i think karen's done a good job here because it's kind of like a tracksuit that she's tried to turn into a prom outfit, isn't it? It's kind of like if Victor and Rolf did a tracksuit. With the frills. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like, you know, um, what's that Lisa Kudrow film? Uh, the High School Reunion one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a bit like that if they were wearing tracksuits and Victor and Rolf made the tracksuits. Yeah. I think she nailed the brief with this. Okay, yeah. Finance definitely nailed it. Now, she did. they're going to be judging as individuals. So as individuals as well, Tom, give me your top two and your bottom two. My I'll top. go first because you. <laughs> Anita is in the top. Yeah. Um. Also, at the top would be, I would say. Uh... I'll, I'll remind you of who we liked. We liked Anita, etc. Um. We liked Electra, and we liked Maxi. Okay. I would probably put Electra in the top with yeah. Anita and Ketamine. But okay, Kitter as that well. The outfit might have dragged her down. I think so. I think it'll take her down a notch. The bottom is obviously Coco Jumbo and Karen from Finance. They've not done enough with their outfits to pull them out of the bottom. And the only other one that we can really think of if even vies for the bottom really is Scarlett. And they might judge her harshly on being, you know, the dancer who didn't really. Yeah. But there's no way Excite. Karen is escaping the, the bottom. That rep was atrocious. Mm. It really was. Let's see. Shall we? Okay, let me update you. So, Karen from Finance was safe. Mm. Now, there is forces beyond her talent. Mm. By that, I mean the producers. They have pushed this. There's no way Karen should have been safe. Agreed. There is no way. There is no way yeah. Karen from Finance should have been safe. Her performance was the worst of the night, along with Coco Jumbo. Yeah. But let's also just say that the 
Bottoms. Well, first of all, let's congratulate the winner, who for me is questionable, Skylar Adams. Clap, yeah. clap, clap. Anyway, yeah. we got we, we give you props where their props was due, but I don't know what props they were looking at. <laughs> Scarlett, maybe it's because she was the leader. Maybe because she was the leader of the winning team. That's the only thing I can say. She did make sure that it was a clean, they simple, safe her choreography, yeah, performance, they? and her final look was great. So. I think that's, that justifies a win. Yeah, we have to give her that. Well, they gave it to her. Um, however, the bottoms was Alexa Shock, Coco Jumbo, and Maxi Shields. Maxi was placed there, but she was given very mixed critiques, and you could tell she wasn't going to be bottom. It was two. very, very obvious that the bottom was going to be Electra versus Coco. We now, kind of they by... saved that. The reason, the reason they put Karen from finance as safe yeah. is because if she was up there, she definitely would have been in the bottom. So the... The show has chosen to save Karen from finance, yeah. from going home, because there's no way Karen would have stood against Coco Mm-mm. or Electra in a lip sync. I don't think so. So they they literally gave her a jail-free pass. They gave her a pass. Is that the tea? That's yeah, the tea? I was quite shocked by Electra's critiques, because I think they, as you said, actually, they turned into a negative the things that we complimented her on yeah i mean i didn't think she was beyond saying it i think she had a spotlight moments but everybody in the team had oh the no the, the judging was trash the electra should not have been in the bottom no electra should not have been in the bottom i think that was that really was a bunch of bullshit you can't yeah. you can't say oh uh, because you're so good Actually, um, you're in the bottom because yeah. you're not here to show us how amazing you are. Mm. You know, you're not you're not here to show us that you're a star, that you are the best drag queen in Down Under. <laughs> you're not here to show us that. Yeah. Don't show us how that. Dare you. I want you to blend. Mm-hmm. And talking about blending, let's go at your makeup. <laughs> that's, that's what they could have done, but no. They really so the the lipstick was between Coco. Coco Jumbo and Electroshock. I want to say, if there ever was a time for them to give a double save, this was it. It was a really this good lip sync. It was a very fun performance. Mm-hmm. Such a fun, amazing performance. Really Coco was. Jumbo was great. She was having fun. She was doing her dance. She was feeling the song, feeling the rhythm. Electra was pulling at all of the stunts, all of the, the, the yeah. dance moves. She was here. She was there. She was up. She was down. She was everywhere. I mean, she was a performer. She used the stage. She interacted. I, I loved Coco's like fun disco energy. She was every inch the disco diva. I would not have been angry if Coco stayed or Scott or Electra stayed. Yeah, it could have gone either way. Ideally, they both should have stayed with that performance. Yeah. But uh, Electra won the lip sync. Which congrats! It was it was correct. I think. Um... She, yeah, I think she put a bit more into it, but I would have been very happy with the double save. Yeah, so did I. So that's it. This week we've got Scarlett with her first win, up there with Karen from Finance and Anita Wiglet. Yes, so there are three winners so far. Now next week they give a little preview and it's a construction challenge. Uh, it's basically so, Dragon a Dime part yeah. 82. So Electra will be going home next week. Well, there is a little clip that shows somebody bursting forth through the materials. Now it's either going to be Shangela or at Simone, who do you think? Shangela. It'll be Shangela. It's Shangela. Yeah. Everyone, thank you for joining us on another Rookit review on Spilling the Gene Tea podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social medias. Mm-hmm. That's our Instagram and our Twitter. I mean, Maxi follows us. So, I mean, so, so why you. aren't you? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll make sure to buy something from her merch. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll Shout be doing out to Maxi. Also, please do us a favor. If you can, right now, I want you to go after this podcast, write us a review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or wherever you're listening. If you don't have any, any any of those please go into podchaser.com and you can write us a review there what really that does is it helps our yeah. helps our self-esteem really helps our self-esteem helps us keep going from day to day gives yeah. us a reason to live yes yeah and it also helps um us get our name and our podcast out there uh-huh. um infiltrating everyone's uh whatever basically if you think more Spotify, people should listen to the podcast Apple. if you like it then please write a review yeah, yeah and tell a friend but that's us for this week this is bolo and dr tom we'll see you guys next time lots of love guys see you soon